Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. After the uh, series with the Rays, the Cubs are going to get a day off. They're going to go west now for a big uh, West Coast trip. Padres, uh, Angels involved in that one. What, where do the Cubs stand right now? Yeah, good thing they get the off day and hopefully they can kind of recover. But the loss today, I believe St. Louis still plays a little bit later. But as of right now, the Cubs are in last place. Just, uh, you know, they've been jockeying with St. Louis for that last place right there. Percentage points, percentage percentage points. points. 4.5 games back. Then Cincinnati, three games back. You saw Cincinnati put a thumping on the Boston Red Sox last night. So, again, sometimes you hit teams when they're hot. Looks like that's what the Cubs did, unfortunately. Pittsburgh still staying alive, three and seven. They're at 500. How much longer they stay above 500, I don't know. But the NL Central has Milwaukee in first place. Two games over 500, four and just six. Just bad division. Ten. Just fortunate that they are in a you-know-what poor division. That is but so right. I put these numbers up here, Dustin, and I'm looking at this, and, and usually run differential is a pretty good indicator, but in this division, Milwaukee's run differential is negative 26. So they've allowed 26 more runs than they've scored. For a first-place team, that is, like, wacky. And with the Cubs and Cardinals, the two last place teams, they're positive run differentials. St. Louis at seven and the Cubs at five. So just and then St. Louis is in third with a negative twenty three run differential. It's 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 nuts. I, I don't even know what to make of it. But the Cubs will be taking on, like you said, the Padres. So the Cubs took two or three from the Rays, and now the Padres are going to be finishing off a series with the Marlins in Miami before flying home to San Diego. So they have a game against the Marlins today, and they have a game against the Marlins tomorrow during the day. So they're going to finish that game against the Marlins. Hopefully it goes 15 innings, and then they'll fly all the way back to San Diego. (laughs) So that's always the hope there. But with San Diego in the West right now, to say they're, I mean, they are a disappointment right now. They are, you know, you take a look at that team and they, they've got, they bought everybody, right? They signed extensions for everybody. They made Manny Machado part owner and then they find themselves eight games back in this division. They're, they're, they're behind Arizona, San Francisco and the Dodgers, you know, it's, it's not good for the Padres. So who, who knows what's going to happen and, and, and hopefully the Cubs, the main thing we want to do is have them continue to take series. And that's what they did the last time they played San Diego. They took two or three, Justin Steele and the offense took down Ian Snell, beating the Padres 6-0 to game one. 
They dropped game two, five to three. Juice Smiley pitched well against Michael Walker, but the bullpen couldn't hang on. Is uh, this was I think if you remember Fernando Tatis Jr. had just come back from his suspension and all that stuff. Uh, he drove in two in the seventh and one in the ninth for a come from behind wind. And the Cubs took the rubber match of the series. Hayden Wisniewski had a solid start. The bullpen held, held on, and the Cubs won against Seth Lugo with home runs by Nelson Velasquez and Dansby Swanson. That was Dansby Swanson's first home run in a Cubs uniform was in that game. So hopefully they can do what they did last time and take two or three. But it's Could one you, of my favorites, four-game series. Yeah, I was going to say, they got to take three or four, Crowley. Got to take three or four. <laughs> three or four. But they, had a know, weird, they got a weird, weird stretch here in the next three weeks. Weird stretch. Yeah, this it really sucks. I, I one of these days, I just want to meet what whoever makes a schedule for MLB and just kick him in the shins because it's just well. It also every, sucked. I got to be honest. It, it sucked that Shohei Otani and Mike Trout were in Chicago the same time the Cubs are hosting the Rays. That also sucked. Yeah, you know it's what are you gonna do? And if you want to talk about sucking, I don't know what to say about Jamison Tyone. Um, I, I look, I think he's going to get better. I don't think he's, I well, mean, he can't he's, get worse. Can he? you, I mean, you he say he can't get, get worse. You can he he can't get, get worse. worse, but the problem you have is what if he stays like this all season? That's, that's my concern. What we need is for him to turn around. Uh, he has started eight games and the Cubs have lost all eight games that he has started against Cincinnati. I didn't think he did horrible for him. He made it to the fifth inning, 4.2 innings pitched. Gave up six hits, four runs, one walk, five Ks. That was a lot better, I think, than he did against Philly and, and you know, a little bit better than how he, you know, roughly about the same how he did against Houston. But he, you know, this is a guy that with, with what, you know, God knows what happens to Justin Steele, but this is those type of situations where he is going to have to pick it up. You know, he's got to start to earn some of that $68 million. Yes, he does. You clock know, is so ticking, Crowley. The clock is ticking. And then we get to see Michael Waka again. I did not like how the Cubs played against Michael Waka last time. I thought it was it was uh, they didn't do well. He is five and one with a three forty five ERA. He started ten games against the Yankees. He did pretty good, and against Boston and KC. So the guy's been on a roll as of late. Seven innings against the Yankees, he gave up two runs. In Boston, he went six innings, gave up zero runs, and against KC, he gave up zero runs in seven innings. So the guy has been pretty darn good lately. You know, he's 31 years old. He's been around, but he's having a pretty good season for San Diego and they've really needed him so far. Yeah. I am really looking forward to uh game number two of this series, Crowley. Oh, I, I, I kind of had a feeling you, you would be making something about that. Drew Smiley, Mr. Dependable, Mr. Consistent has started 11 games, five and two for the Cubs with a 345 ERA. Last start against Cincinnati we talked about is eh, eh, nobody really did good against Cincinnati. 4.2. Gave seven hits, five earned runs, two walks, and two Ks. Against the Mets, five innings, four hits, two earned runs, two walks. And against Houston, he had that good one that the bullpen blew, six innings, four hits, one earned run. I'd like to see him go six innings and keep the runs down personally. I think we well, need a big start from him. <laughs> I think I think I think <laughs> I mean you want that just in general, but I, right. I guess I, I feel like there's more pressure with with steel being unknown what's going to happen with that. Right. So you okay. here, here's the situation, and this goes with Tyone, it goes with Steele. I don't worry about it as much with Strowman and with Hendricks, he's coming back. But the, the issue we talk about is these guys have to start giving you length. You cannot keep doing this to the bullpen. Right. So at some point, somebody's got to give you some length. Absolutely right. 
Now he's going up against Dustin's favorite guy in the world, you Darvish. And you Darvish, this season's made 10 starts. He's three and four. Uh, he got hit around pretty good by the Yankees last time. 2.2 innings, gave up seven earned runs. Against the Nationals, he went six innings, gave up three runs. Against KC, he gave up four runs in six innings, in 5.1 innings. So, you know, he's not really had the world's greatest start this year. He's not pitching like an ace. And so, you know, I like I would say that, that you know, Smiley's kind of struggled a little bit lately. I, I see the same with you, Darvish. So I'm hoping, you know, you Darvish was looking, I think, had a real good run, uh, run from mid-April mid to mid-March starting to fall off lately. And so I would, I would hope that the Cubs have an opportunity, but you Darvish is, a, is still a pretty wily pitcher in my opinion. Oh yeah. He's still got a lot in the tank. I just, I would like the Cubs to get to him. That's all. Absolutely. And it can get done, you know, patient at bats and don't fall behind in counts and, and that can always help you out, you know? Absolutely. So game three, we got Marcus Stroman versus Ryan Weathers. Stroh, we talked about it. Last two starts have just been phenomenal. You had a nine-inning, one-hitter shutout against Tampa Bay. And then before that, against the Mets, he went eight innings, and he gave up two runs. And before that, against Philly, he went six innings and gave up one run. So Marcus Stroman has just been on fire lately, have been super impressed. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Uh, all year, but it just, it seems like every time we think that he can't get any better, somehow he just kind of one-ups us. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think he's going to be still motivated. I think he's going to like facing that uh, Padres lineup, a bunch of big names that have underperformed so far for them all year. Yeah. And so the next, he's going to be going against a kid that we don't, we've never seen Ryan Weathers. Uh, he has made a total of six starts. He's one and three with a 428 ERA. He was called up by the Padres on May 18th. So he hasn't had a ton of starts in the big leagues. Against Miami, he went four innings. He only gave up three runs. Uh, against Washington, six innings. He gave up four runs. And against the Dodgers, he went 5.2, and he gave up four earned runs. So it seems like uh, you know he's somebody you can get to. Hey, you want to feel old, Dustin? He is the son of former pitcher David Weathers. Well, when I saw Weathers' last name, I said, it's no way it's David Weathers. So I figured that had to be the case. Yeah, so <laughs> it, I don't know, man. It's it's always hard. Like now you see like sometimes the son and the grandsons of pitchers that you you know you remembered playing, you just say, oh, God, yeah. I'm getting old here. Speaking of old, the old man Kyle Hendricks, the professor, coming off of, like I said, I thought that this start, the second start that he had was really good. He went five innings against Tampa Bay, gave up uh, six hits, one earned run. 
And then against the Mets, his first time back, he went 4.1, gave up six hits and three earned runs. But I thought he looked much more composed, much more at ease with himself in the second game, bouncing back. So I, I'm looking for the next, uh, another step forward with him so far in his development. Uh, the Cubs are going to be facing Blake Snell, who eh, awful right now. Just really, really struggling. He's right. one and six he's, with a five. He's their version ERA. of Jamison Tyone. <laughs> well, it's weird. If you remember, we had the guy uh, talking Friars on last yep. time when they played in April, and he said, "Look, there's first half Snell and there's second half Snell, and first half Snell sucks." And so that's what you're seeing right here. But last start, Dustin against Washington. No decision. Five innings pitch. He gave up one earned run. He had six strikeouts, but four walks. Against Boston, he went four innings, gave up six earned runs, uh, five strikeouts with two walks. And with the Dodgers, he went six innings, gave up two earned runs, but also four walks and four strikeouts. So he's walking a lot of guys. And so you have to make him pay if he's going to be doing that against the Cubs. Oh, yeah. You can't, yes. you know, you, you got, can't, well, again, but that's the Cubs' problem, right? Hitting with runners in scoring position. Right, and, and until they fix that problem, they're not going to be getting to 500. Right, absolutely right. All right, Crowley, let's get into uh, a little hot and not ahead of our predictions. Hot, hot, hot. Seiya Suzuki keeps it going. Seven hits his last 20 at-bats. He's got a double. Uh, he is batting, slashing 350, 458, and slugging 400 in the last seven days. Uh, so you want to just keep – I mean, Seiya has been, like I said, really impressive – how about Mike Talkman doing okay? 20 at bats, uh, seven hits. He's got the same number of hits as Seiya Suzuki, three RBIs. Seems to be coming through clutch. He's hitting 350, 462, 350. So not a lot of slug, but he's making a lot of contact and he's driving in runs. I think he's having good at bats. I wish more Cubs would be having his approach to how he's doing things right now. Yep. His approach is, uh, his approach, Crowley, as you just pointed out, excellent. Approach is excellent. Um, not excellent right now. Christopher <laughs> Morrell is struggling. One yes. for his last 18, eight strikeouts to one uh, one walk. He is slug. His, his slash line is 0. 0.056, 0. 0.105, 0. 0.056. So, ouch. I, I, I don't know what to say, Dustin. Um, not, you know, this is, and the other guy that we have on here, Patrick Wisdom, Three for his last 19, two home runs and five RBIs. But uh, these are guys that, you know, get are very streaky. At least with Wisdom, you have a consistency as far as he will get you more, uh, more walks and he will be uh, less cold than what you see with Morrell. He's slugging, he's hitting 158, 200, but he's slugging 474. So whenever he does make content, ball goes far, you know? Yeah, ball goes far, but unfortunately... There's also uh, a lot of strikeouts to go along with it. All right, for the uh, for the Padres, hot and not. You knew Juan Soto. I mean, he hasn't had a lot of at-bats. They've kind of been mixing them up. But in the last 12 at-bats, he has five hits, one double, four RBIs. So he's slashing 417, 650, 750. So you, you want to be careful there. Xander Bogarts, he's starting to kind of get a little bit back. And that's why I just kind of – put a little asterisk next to him right now. Nine, he's got five hits and 19 at bats, two RBIs, but he's 263, 300, 263. So he's not that hot, but he was struggling for a little while. All right. And the uh, knots. If we're taking a look at the knots, um, Matt Carpenter, him of the crappy salsa, make sure you get your salsa from the salsa King, but Matt Carpenter is one. He's got two for his last 18. 
He's slashing 111, 158, 222. So not good. And then Fernando Tatis has only four hits in the last 22 at bats, 182, 284, 55. He does have two home runs and four RBIs. So I don't know. You know, maybe he's doing it natural this time. Maybe he's not. I don't know. You know, it's not my fault. I have, to, I have to guess. Yeah, we have to guess. We have to question. There's no doubt about that. All right, Crowley, but, let's get it. But let's get it. Just one more thing, really quick. Right. No Manny right. Machado because he's injured. He was Machado was um, in the lineup last time the Cubs faced. No Manny Machado this time. So just keep that in mind. That's good news, right? He's all you know. He's dangerous. Rather he's not a dangerous player. Rather <laughs> not. Uh, rather not have to play against him. All right, Crowley. Here we go. Prediction time. Four big games on the West Coast against the Padres. Everybody knows where I'm going. I'm going Splitsville, baby, two and two. I don't. I hate four-game series. I, I hate them as bad as Mondays, and I hate them as bad as vegetables. They just they're, – they're the worst thing in the world. So I'll just – again, unless there's – unless one team's extremely hot or another team's extremely cold, I'll always go with the split. Yeah, I think a split is the right call, but I do like vegetables, Carly. Sorry. Um, but, yeah, the, uh, the split is where it's at. I think uh, – I think the bear, the Cubs can get a split out there, and that would be a good start because I do believe they're going to face Otani on the mound uh, potentially when they're out in California as well. I, I, the way I'm looking at it right now, you you got that Stroman versus Ryan Weathers start. I think that's one that you should kind of hope for, and I, I, I would like to see Kyle Hendricks, like I said, take that next step, maybe go six innings, a couple less walks, just start to get a little bit more fine-tuned against Blake Snell. I feel like Drew Smiley and you Darvish could be a toss-up game, and I, I, I don't have a lot of faith in Jameson Tyone until he proves otherwise. Yeah, Friday doesn't look great, right? Mm -mm. <laughs> Enjoy your Friday night, right? Yeah. All right, Crowley, two and two. Well, fingers crossed. Have a great uh, weekend. We'll get back at it. Uh, that's the, I don't know exactly when we're going to get our next podcast in, but we'll try to do something in between with uh, – with night games and schedules getting in the way, but we'll, uh, we'll stay, we'll stay in communication with our, uh, with our listeners. Just make sure guys, you put a lot of coffee on the, on the pet kettle and uh, stay awake and try to watch these games. And if not, we'll give you the wrap up right here and go Cubs.